Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. Hey, y'all guys. You ever had any fried bologna? You ever been hunting? What if today's episode was about both of them things? I don't know. Actually, I do know, y'all guys. Thanks so much for joining me. You already know who I am. I mean, you you mashed the button on the podcast channel or however it worked. You know, this is like a radio show. It's for your ears. And me, well, I am uh, Tappin Dillard. I went ahead and introduced myself, even though I said you already know. You know, I just couldn't help myself but say my name again, I guess. I don't know why. I guess because I don't want people to be confused. Buddy, I'll get confused sometimes. I mean, that time Kevin Rickard changed the, the, uh, the old snack aisle at the grocery store, I don't think there's any sense in doing something like that. If you got folks in the area that come there all the time, they own a schedule, they know what they got to get, they're going to get in, get out there, get what they need, and all of a sudden now there's motor oil and there's like uh, car windshield wipes and all that kind of things on the aisle where you was looking for Funyuns and Hot Fries and Double Step Oreos kind of thing. So I don't want you to be confused and you, you turn on to the aisle of the podcast world today and it's like, who, whose podcast is this again? Well, now you know twice. I'm Tabin Dillard. Well, that's three times. Come on, i got to knock it off. I hope you've been having a good week. We are in the middle of October. If you listen to this on the day it comes out, today's a Tuesdays. Because uh, every Tuesdays is new episodes here on the Tabin Dillard podcast. Thank you all for uh, on the Spotify. Folks have been leaving uh, comments on what they think of the episodes. I appreciate y'all doing that. A lot of times I take, uh, you know, what happens is dim comments on Spotify or the Apple podcast. Uh, get turned into the stories on Instagram that folks uh, show folks, you know, what other folks are thinking about at the podcast. So I appreciate y'all leaving all that uh, for me. And I'm getting text messages and emails, you know, about the podcast too. So thank y'all. Good to hear from you every week. Uh, somebody uh, messaged me this week just thanking me for it. I think her name was Amy. I'm going to say Amy Patterson. I ain't got the name in front of me, but let me, if, if that's you, Amy, thanks. And if it wasn't you, uh, sorry, Lorraine, or whatever your name really was. But I appreciate you uh, just uh, telling me you found a podcast and you listened to it and you enjoying it. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. I am so glad to hear it. Somebody else, you know, I had a bank bank mug giveaway, you know, a week or so ago. Uh, I did a donuts hat giveaway not too long ago, autographed donuts hat. I'll probably do another giveaway soon. I ain't decided on what it might be. Uh, I do have the new Tavins and maple syrup from Trees. Uh, maybe I give away some maple syrup. I don't know. Just keep an eye out. I'll, I'll, I'll be promoting it when I do it, but I ain't got a giveaway at this very moment. Um, but I was thinking, uh, I appreciate y'all, you know, reaching out on them different things like on the electronic mail uh which is the email and then the text messages above me and then the comments you know on them other things so that i know you know just what folks is thinking about stuff um somebody else asked me this week hey you you ain't got uh i want to buy one of the mugs you give away that ain't for sale no they they ain't for sale it's not like you can't find them like i 
Dane available. And that's basically, I mean, there's a couple reasons that there's more mugs to, to sell, but um, I think one of the main reasons is I got to figure out how to get them packed better because I too many got melted out last year and uh, around Christmas times, and then they they showed up broke like they got broke in the mail. And I was like, well, apparently I don't know how to pack a mug. So, you know, I had to get figure out the learning curve on that. So it just uh, took a break from selling them. But maybe they'll come back, you know, as we head into the, the falls and the winters. Uh, got some fun stuff coming up in the winters. Uh, and some new merchandise coming out. If you like to wear things on your head or on your torso, uh, that may interest you. You know, I'm really trying to market um, to a lot of folks with heads and torsos, I guess, as they say. But anyhow, no, it should be good. Um, I'm looking forward to one. I'm going to get it. I'll probably wear it and then talk about it, but uh, it'll keep you warm. I'll tell you that much. So, you know, this is season eight, episode four. I mean, we already four episodes into this new season, and I feel like we're still riding the, the high horse of the adult softball league championship season. I mean, the baseball season in the major leagues is still going on, but uh, unless you're a fan of one of the, what, three or four teams that's left, then, then it's over for you. You're like, well, it's football season now kind of thing. Uh, but anyhow, you can check the show notes for all them things I'm talking about. Like I say, oh, folks, is emailing me. And you might be like, how are they emailing you? Well, the email address is in the show notes today. And folks is texting me. And you, you will see my phone number that you can text me at in the show notes today. Tabins maple syrup from trees in the show notes today. Uh, you can click a link on that. And then it's just a link to the merch where you can find the shirts and the hats and the hoodies. There's one link for that. So that's what we got going on. And it's it's been good. You know, it's been busy, a busy, busy, busy time. So you can do all that stuff and stay in touch. And I did have a crazy dream this past week, and this wasn't what I want. This doesn't have to do with baloney or uh, hunting, which I, I'm about to get to in a little bit. But it do have to do with um, chocolate gravy. Now, some folks I told about my dream, and I I ain't mad at chocolate gravy, but I can't have it that late. I had a crazy dream, and and some folks is like, what's chocolate gravy? Well, chocolate gravy is a beautiful thing. I mean, if you got a if you got a breakfast and you're looking at your breakfast and it's, you say that's about a five, hey, you just slide chocolate gravy on a table, it's up to a ten. I don't even care if you're having cereal, y'all guys. Chocolate gravy make everything better for the breakfast, and if you have breakfast for supper like I do, it make everything better for the suppers. But anyhow, I had it too late, and I mean, there's a video on Instagram if you want to see the whole thing, but. And folks, is on my, uh, I got a Chancellor Park newsletter going out. Uh, I, I don't know how often right now because I, I just started it, but I've sent out a couple already uh, on the emails of just little, you know, stuff that I'm just going on this week. And lo and behold, I ate chocolate gravy too late and I had a dream about a possum with a peg leg. But turned out the peg leg was fake and he's trying to, you know, get shortbread cookies from folks out in front of Rickard's grocery store. And but he got busted, and by the time a catfish on a dirt bike rolled up, and they went out to the lake to have more hijinks. But I'm telling you, Kevin Rickard, my dream buddy, he shut it down. That peg leg possum didn't get one shortbread cookie. But you can hear the whole thing. You can hear the whole the whole dream and how it kind of went down. Uh, on you know where, wherever you listen to my videos, if you watch them on the Instagrams or the um, YouTube's, Facebooks, TikToks, all that. But anyhow, we we halfway through October's. And last week's was a baby doll parade. Well, my Mimo had. That's about. A, 
It's about as bad as idea as it sounds, y'all guys. I, I hope Meemaw got that out of her system, but you know, there ain't no guarantees on something like that. She may think, well, now it's time for a Christmas cantata with the baby dolls. And uh, Babs Gristle's gonna work the handbells. And Rachel Christine's gonna fly in like a little angel on a zip line. I don't know. I probably shouldn't even said that out loud since I, you know, Meemaw can hear me from three trailers over if it's something she wanna hear. But anyhow, Cricket, my gal Cricket, you know, she work at the nursing home. She live in Nux County Ober and she, she own a property with her folks and her granddaddy and granny. They don't live too far. And she asked me to go hunting with her granddaddy. Now you think, well, that, that's, that's a beautiful thing. Well, if you saying that, there's a couple things. You may have never heard about any of my other trips with Cricket's granddaddy. Cause ain't none of them been, I wouldn't categorize, you know, if I was putting categories, I wouldn't categorize none as, as a, a beautiful thing. Uh, there's the fishing tournament when we was fishing partners. You can listen to that. It's, I think that's probably, let's say season three or four of the podcast, but you know, there's a fishing tournament and I'm, I'm linked up with Cricket's granddaddy. There's been a lot. And I don't really want to rehearse it all in my head right now, but she asked me to go, uh, you know, hunting with him. And I ain't mentioned a 93 Ford Ranger lately I've been saving up for. Well, the money is almost there, which is the good news. Now I just got to find a 93 Ford Ranger. So, you know, I let folks know, hey, you know, in town, hey, I'm, I got to I'm keep an eye out for this if you see it, because, you know, this is what I'm looking to buy. You know, then I'll be able to tote my lawnmower into town. I ain't got to ride it on my bike. You know, I still got that ATV uh, from last year's that uh, I, I'm able to get around on, but... You know, sometimes the bike just easier because uh, my bike don't never run out of gas. Uh, folks, you know, tell me they think they know somebody with a vehicle. I need to check it out, that kind of thing. So you kind of do what you say is your due diligence where you look around and you're like, okay, uh, somebody said you got a truck. Uh, is that true? And what about it? And how much? And you kidding me? Kind of thing. So Chet Dilroy, you know him. His granddaughter, Candy Dilroy, live in Chancellor Park, and she, uh, she can catch an adult crow. She can catch a feral cat and put a top hat on it. I've seen her do some wild things with wild animals. And anyhow, her granddaddy's Chet, they live outside town a little bit. His wife, Gracie, you know, she run Early Bird Gets the Perm with her sister, Delandra. That's Chet's sister-in-law. Well, anyways, Chet's seen a truck for sale. And, you know, he teaches them junior archers out there at the softball fields. You know, well, that the baseball, they just the fields in town. There's three of them out there in the middle of town. And uh, outside, on the other side of the outfield fence, you know, I got them hay bales, and he trained them out there. But that ain't, that ain't, don't matter no how today. I'm just telling you, he's seen a truck for sale. And it did not work. And I don't mean I didn't like the color. It just didn't work out for me. This ain't going to happen. No, I mean the truck did not work. There's basically, like, I got out there and I look at this thing. There's like half an engine under the hood. I don't know how that worked. Chet said, Chet was saying it. You know, it's a good price, though, Tab. It's a good price. Is it, though, for a truck that don't work? I mean, if the truck works, then, yeah, good price. I can drive it away, and, I, you know, I got what I paid for. But if, if it ain't working, you asking me to fix a motor vehicle? Buddy, that ain't going to happen very easily. You know, I'd need a lot of coaching, a lot of help, and I'd end up spending a lot of money on that anyhow. So that's how it is. So I don't think so. So I'm still on a hunt for a truck. That's that's the bottom line when it comes to that. So if I get asked to go somewhere, like long ways away, somebody's going to have to have a vehicle. So speaking of hunt, 
Cricket had me out to her grandparents this past week, and her granddaddy mentioned how he used to go hunting all the time, and he loves it. Oh, he was saying, boy, just to be out there in them early mornings, you know, with just me and my thoughts and my gun and them wild animals kind of thing. I was like, yeah, sounds like a real good time, you know. Well, I was sitting at the table, uh, you know, at that, at that house while he's telling me this story about hunting, and I'm enjoying a fried bologna sandwich that Cricket's granny made on white bread, uh, I like mayonnaise on mine. I know the mustard folks hate to hear it, but that's how I like it. It's more mustard for you. It's okay. And Cricket, sa Cricket says to me, Tavin, y'all go. Y'all should go y'all hunting. Well, now I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm like mid-bite on one of the best fried bologna sandwiches I ever had. And uh, she looking at me just like, Tavin, y'all should go. So, you know, I don't know if she means y'all really should go or we should just keep talking about hunting and that'd be a fun idea sometime but not really ever going to happen. So I'm just kind of sitting there mid-blank, or mid-bite, just kind of bank, bank. I'm looking at Cricket. She looking at me. I'm thinking, well, maybe she's going to talk about something else now. Like, boy, ain't that weather been crazy. I guess that, that cold weather's about to blow in, you know, whatever the next thing is when you have a conversation. But she wasn't. She's just staring at me like, bank, bank. And I'm staring at her like, bank, bank. And I couldn't look away because I felt like, uh, uh, I was I was guilty of something, but I wasn't. But I couldn't ignore her. I tried it, but it ain't a big kitchen. And I'm I'm sitting there, and Cricket's granddaddy's sitting there, and Cricket's standing there with a cup of coffee while her granny's at the stove. So what am I supposed to do? I kind of look at the ceiling, and then I look back at the bologna sandwich. I you know broke the I broke the bank bank stare off, and then I think well maybe that's all I needed to do, and it, uh, you know case closed. And then I just hear, Tavin. Uh, I look over at Cricket, kind of like, well, yeah, what's up? What's going on, Cricket? Uh, you and my granddaddy should go hunting. So now she said it twice. Now you know it wasn't just one of those things. Oh, yeah, you should take skydiving lessons one day. And uh, I got to go mend a fence post on the property. You know, like you just moving on with the day. Like she repeated the thing we thought we was going to skip right over and move on to. You and my granddaddy should go hunting. That's what she said. Well, her granddaddy stands up, and uh, uh, he leaves the kitchen. So now here I am at the table. Cricket's granny's at the stove. Cricket's standing over there next to the stove with a coffee in her hand, and her granddaddy left, and I think maybe he got tired and he's going to go take a nap. I mean, that's the end of that, so, you know, maybe I don't have to figure this out. He did it for us. He don't want to go hunting. Uh, so Cricket's smiling, looking at me, just waiting, though, like she's still waiting for me to say something, but she ain't asking a question, neither. She ain't saying, hey, uh, Tavin, do you think you and my granddaddy should go hunting? Or would it be a good idea? She just steady, uh, you and my granddaddy need to go hunting. You bank, bank. And all I can really think about is them fishing trips I had been on with this fella. I mean, we both been out in the water, and he had to use the bathroom, which I, I wasn't going to tell that story. You ever stood up in a 12-foot of human and bass boat? Have you ever about tried to steady a granddaddy who's standing up in it with you? It ain't fun. Very little fishing happened. I'm going to leave it at that. And I couldn't see how this is going to be any different. You know, I know we own land, so, I mean, that's probably a, a one win as opposed to, you know, being in a boat in the middle of a lake with Cricket's granddaddy. But it, what, it didn't sound much better. So now, all of a sudden, back in the kitchen comes Cricket's granddaddy, uh, and he got on an orange hat, an orange vest, camouflage breeches, like he ready to go hunting now. Cricket look at me, and she's smiling. She claps. She claps. 
So I'm still sitting there. I ain't. I had the strength to bring that bologna sandwich back to my mouth, and I'm telling you, it's the best fried bologna sandwich I ever had. And now a cricket's standing there, set her coffee cup down so she can clap for me, like applaud me, because she basically saying, you going hunting with my granddaddy. That's what she's saying. And I know by his outfits, you know, he got that, he got that orange hat on. He got that orange vest on. He got them camouflage britches. I know what he's saying with that outfit. He's saying we going hunting. And I still ain't said nothing. Here I was eating a great fried bologna sandwich. Next thing I know, I'm about to get locked and loaded and go haul in some deer. That's about how it was. Uh, Cricket's uh, granddaddy, you know, he just kind of looked around and he just nod his head. I'm going to go fire up the side-by-side. That's what he says. I'm going to go fire up the side-by-side. Well, he leaves. What in a tornado just happened? I still ain't said nothing here other than, huh, to Cricket. And the next thing I know, my day just got planned for me. I figured I better say something pretty quick, though, because this is getting away from me, and maybe there's a way I can reel it back in, you know, like a big old bass, and get it back toward me and control the situation before it gets out of hand. So I just said to her, uh, today? You know, like trying to put it on the calendar, like are y'all thinking that today's a day? And of course today, right now, go catch up with Granddaddy Tabin. And that was it. So I get up and I leave, and I ain't got nothing. I ain't got no hunting gear, no gun, no crossbow. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to go out and headlock a deer? I mean, you want to talk about a wild day out there, if that's the plan, get out there and headlock a deer. I got strength. I got strength in my haunches. I got strength in my biceps. I got strength in my triceps. I got strength in my intercepts and my forceps. I had apple frittler this week, y'all guys. I had a pumpkin donut, too. It's a big week for the donuts. So I ain't saying... I don't have the strength to headlock a deer, but was it something I had written down in my day planner to do on this day? Uh, not hardly. I'm so confused. Well, I figure I was headed outside to follow her granddaddy, but then I don't see him. So now I'm outside, and I'm kind of looking around, head on a swivel. I don't want him to drop out of a tree on me and be like, I gotcha. And then he get me in headlock and said, that's how you do it. You know, I didn't know what was going on. But then he jumped out from behind a storage shed, and he yelled. So then I yelled back at him. But the most I said in the last five minutes was yelling, uttered than huh inside the kitchen and today. And then he just said, gotcha, this camo really works. That's what he did. Like he's showing me, he's testing out his camo, showing me how come, uh, you know, he could just uh, hide from me and I wouldn't see him. And I didn't mention that he was behind the shed, but uh, I didn't want to make, you know, the day much longer than it needed to be. So that's that. The shed was tan, by the way, but I mean, it don't matter if you're behind it what color it is, I guess. So we get on that side-by-side, -side and uh, he driving, so I already knew this wasn't going to go great. He driving a side-by-side -side over their property, and uh, it's an adventure. It's a little bumpy, like there's a gravel road that can take you into some of that hunting land, and he's like, hey, hey, I guess he thinks, no, this is an off-road little little vehicle we in so why ever be on the road so he's telling me stories he's pointing you know years ago over here in in this meadow you know got pointing and he always slow down when he talks and then side by side you can go you can get going at a pretty good clip but if you take your foot off that accelerator or whatever i mean you just starting to you just starting to just park it basically so we ain't making great time in this side by side we ain't even got snacks I mean, I wasn't prepared to do that. I was there to eat and hang out with Cricket's family, and then we was going to go into town, you know, because I got to get other stuff done today. 
but I just got out there, you know, she picked me up to visit with them, and I thought it was going to be like a little afternoon thing, and then we done. Well, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm sitting next to Cricket's granddaddy, who's partially dressed like a hunter, and I ain't at all, and we ain't, I ain't got no gun, and I ain't got no snacks. So if you think this hunting trip's off to a good start, I don't think you've ever been hunting. And so, you know, if I got to pick, like if somebody said, okay, but you got time, you got, you got 20 minutes to go get your snacks, what you going to get? Well, I would have taken that fried bologna sandwich with me. That's firstly. I might have had peanut butter and jelly in another bag just, you know, for, for safe keeps for later. Bag of my bacon, Tavin's bacon bag. That's a great snack out there. Uh, probably would have had some Funyuns and some hot fries. Might have had a standard glazed twist. To drink water, maybe thermos full of sweet tea, but ain't none of that with me now. Ain't none of that with me now. You know what's with me now? A man in his late 80s, in an orange hat, an orange vest, camouflage pants, haul and tail in a side-by-side. And by haul and tail, I mean we hit maybe two mile an hour because he was in the middle of a story. So we couldn't go fast anyhow. He's talking about the first deer he ever took. And it's a great story. You know, I like a good story. Grand, uh, granddaddy's deer story. He called it in. He said, I called that thing in. You know, my, my brother was 50 yards away, you know, behind me. And he got quiet. And that thing was close. But, you know, he Cricket's granddaddy's telling the story. Because I didn't think it was close enough, though. I called it in, but it wasn't close enough. So I waited, is what he said. He goes, so I waited. He goes, and I, and I was very quiet. He goes, I could be quiet for days if I needed to be. About that time, his little brother ran into the area 50 yards away yelling, and he scared the deer away. So his little brother's back behind him, and then all of a sudden, you know, he thought everything's clear, and he run in, boy, did you get that deer kind of thing? Well, he ain't got that deer. And he, you know, I asked my brother, you know, is what he's telling me. He was saying, I asked my brother, did you hear, did you hear me shoot anything? He goes, no, I don't reckon I did. I was running too fast to see if you shot anything. He goes, well, you scared him away. You scared that deer away. And he was sure it was a 12-point buck, uh, according to Cricket's granddaddy. He goes, for sure it was. And he hollered at his brother. He said, and while they're arguing, two more giant bucks come through. And he thinks they might have been deaf deer. He goes, he goes, they walked right through, right next to us. I could have reached out and almost pet them. He goes, they must have been deaf deer because they didn't hear us arguing. I'm like, well, that's one, well, that's one conclusion to come to. You know, I'm thinking in my head. Then he had to pause about shooting a deaf deer. He's like, well, I didn't know. You know, I don't know if it'd be a fair fight if I shot a deaf deer. So uh, I told him it sounded fair enough to me. But he, he apparently he had this this situation where he's hand lamps from a couple of. Uh, deaf, what he thinks are deaf uh, bucks, and he didn't do it. And so that's his story, right? So I'm like, well, okay, let's let's go. So we got to find a place to hunt, and we finally get, you know, to a point where there's a deer stand. So I'm figuring, well, Cricket's granddaddy's been here before, and I don't know. I was wondering, though, like we got there, like how in the world he gonna get up in this deer stand? Like, what's what's going to happen next? Is he? What's his plan? You know, I, I certainly, I mean, there ain't no way you look at this day and think, boy, Tavin had a plan. I did not have no plan. But I'll tell you, if I did have a plan, none of this would have been part of it. I wouldn't have been in the woods next to a deer stand, uh, just in my regular clothes with no snacks next to Cricket's granddaddy, and he looking up at this deer stand. That's when he realized uh, that he forgot his guns. Not one way to kill a deer. We didn't have a way to do it other than that headlock, you know, kind of thing. And now we basically on a nature tour, not a hunting trip. 
Then this giant buck walks into the opening while we stand in there by that deer stand and granddaddy whispers, there it is. I'm thinking, what? And that's actually what I said to him. I was like, what? And I went ahead and whispered y'all guys because he's whispering. So you try to match what they're giving you. You know, if he's yelling, I might yell back, but you know, like maybe he can't hear and he thinks I can't hear. But he said, you know, he said, there it is. I said, what? And he, I'm telling y'all guys, he said it as clear as day. He said, it's the death deer. There ain't no way it's still alive, firstly. I mean, this is when him and his little brother were little guys. And I don't know what he wants to do with it anyway. Are you going to do sign language to this deaf deer? You ain't going to shoot it. You ain't got a gun. If it can't hear you, I don't know what his plan is. Come on, granddaddy. So he starts to walk over to this buck, and I'm like a deer in headlights or a tavern in deer lights. I don't know, but I'm frozen. And his crickets, their granddaddy, he kind of creeped closer to that thing. That buck snorts, it turns, and it hauls white tail out of there. I mean, it go. Like it seen him or something, something spooked him. It had to be us. I'm thinking, and I, yeah, this can't be a deaf deer. You know, I'm thinking in my head, but, you know, trying to be quiet at the same time. So here I am in some sort of opening in a thicket in basically my lawn mowing clothes next to Cricket's granddaddy in his orange hat, orange vest, camouflage breeches with no gun, no crossbow, no plan, but to befriend what he thinks is a deaf deer, which I'm pretty sure it ain't. And then he takes a deep breath, pats his chest like that's just what he needed. And we back in that side by side and we heading back to the property. I'm thinking, well, maybe this did turn out better than I thought. We could have been out here all day in a deer stand, but now that we ain't got no uh, uh, anything to take down a deer with, uh, we might as well just head back. So we, did, I kind of just shook my head. Felt like I just swept down river and just crawled up on shore. You know, like what in the world just happened? I mean, I got, I got carried away from a bologna sandwich for I don't know what. So we get back to the house, and Cricket, she was happy that her granddaddy was happy. You know, she, he was smiling. Boy, he was talking like it just brought him back to be out there. And so I was happy about that. I, and Cricket was smiling at me, so, you know, I was smiling back at her. And I like to use a lot of words on many a day, but I, I did a bunch of smiling today. You know, I look back on it, I was like, you know what? That's a pretty good nature tour. That's a pretty good nature tour in the side-by-side. Beautiful country they live on, too. And it seemed to work out better anyway. And sometimes you just got to do that. I mean, you out on a on a hunting trip or, you know, just out with folks, it ain't what you expected. You just smile alone. And uh, I don't, you know, I ain't keeping score, but I, I think I, I got some points today, you know, spending time with granddaddy. And I can't never leave us uh, time hanging out with him where I ain't got a story to tell afterwards. So I never come away empty-handed like that away. So... It was a good start to what a hunting season, you might say. Me, Cricket's granddaddy, and that baloney sandwich, I don't know. It, it wasn't there when I got back to the house. So I'm wondering, you know, uh, her her grand granddaddy and granny are the kind of folks that they'll swoop up behind you. You can't leave a tea out or, you know, you at their house for some uh, party or event and you, you, you walk away from your tea, you ain't within arm's reach, uh, it's gone. Get yourself another glass. That one's gone, kind of thing. So I don't know what happened to it, but man, I got I got my I got my mindset on another fried bologna sandwich this week, and I'm gonna sit down and eat it in one sitting, because I you know I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to take half of it and leave it outside the trailer. That's for sure. Boy, them crows would have just a field day with that. 
and even if I left it inside the trailer, uh, with their beaks they got, they can smell. I don't know how it works. I didn't go to school for crows, but I mean, and they ain't got thumbs, but they, I, I wouldn't put it past them, figure out a way to get my trailer, eat whatever I leave on that table, especially if it's a fried bologna sandwich, it tastes as good as one Cricket's granddad, gra uh, granny made, and granddaddy, ate, he ain't had one before we left. But anyhow, I got enough to eat, and I got story now with me, a new story, Cricket's granddaddy hunting, so I guess that's all the when Cricket was smiling, her granddaddy was smiling, so I had to back up and say, you know what? That day did not turn out to what I would be what I would call a win, but uh, looking back at it, I was like, yeah, we winning. We winning for sure. So I hope the false times in your neck of the woods is going good wherever y'all hanging out today. I appreciate y'all joining me on the Tab and Dillard podcast. It's a big deal, but we're hanging out like this away. You can leave me a comment on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to Spotify or wherever, or you can just shoot me a text or email. Let me know what you think. Share this podcast with your friends and your enemies and your mild acquaintances. Uh, that may be good. I don't know, I, I, but I'd say give it a shot. And you can rate this thing. But please, whatever you do, have yourselves a great week. And hey, if you ain't had to leave half a fried bologna sandwich to go and try a pet of death deer that can hear this week, you having a pretty good week. Me, I'm Tavin Dillard. This is the Tavin Dillard Podcast. We'll see you next time, y'all guys. <laughs>